Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, it's another episode of the Made in China podcast. It's Rico and Mr. Mike. How are you? All right. Yeah. So these episodes are gonna be super short, fifteen to twenty minute episodes, where we just break down a, a small topic, um, just to break up the monotony of the three part dating episode that I'm <laughs> releasing right now. So these ones will be more in the vein of of business and and things that we've done in the past. All right, so yeah, this uh, this episode is, you know, sort of top six lessons we've learned about living in China. I don't want to be a product of my environment. I want my environment to be a product of me. I'll start with the first. Um, it's difficult to stay healthy. So in China, I just found that over the past year and a half, almost two years that I've been here, the first issue that you you come across when you get here is just finding healthy food. You know, when you're when I was in Canada, it's just like, or in North America, I'm sure in general, it's just easy to find healthy places to eat. You know, a lot of restaurants, a lot of even fast food chains are trying to cater to a healthy audience. Um, even just as simple as like buying juice, like I just remember Jamba Juice was every five blocks. You know, I could always find a Jamba Juice. There was a gym every ten blocks. Like it was always a, a situation where I could I could eat healthy if I chose to. Uh, whereas in China, if I actively wanted to eat healthy, the options are limited, and I would literally have to travel maybe half an hour or you know forty five minutes away from where I live to to try and get some healthy food. Or we should. Man- we should sorry. We should mention that um, it's just you, there's a greater importance on you making your own food as well. If you really want to stay healthy and live healthy, it probably makes the most sense for you to buy your own food and bring it to the house and cook. Because, like you said, there's not that emphasis uh, on on eating healthy when it comes to um, restaurants and. And, and shops and, and stuff like that around the around the way in China. I was I was about to say that before I was rudely interrupted. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. So then the other aspect is the, is the culture of just being here, um, hanging out with all these expats and stuff. I think because a lot of people come to China or Southeast Asia just as a as an adventure, and a lot of people come here and they're not really ambitious about you know starting a business or whatever. They're teaching English and they want to party. So you find that. For an, and beer is cheap, alcohol is cheap, and the amount of money that people are making from teaching, um, they probably only spend maybe a couple thousand or well, a couple hundred dollars, three, four hundred dollars on their rent and expenses, and then they have you know a thousand five hundred dollars left over to just go ape shit. And people take advantage of that. People drink a lot. They go out during the week a lot, and you can get caught up in that lifestyle, especially when you're trying to connect with foreigners in in a foreign country. So that's why it's difficult to stay healthy. Um, uh, easy to get distracted and complacent. Uh, so, again, going back to the last point that I made, you know, being in China, is, it's an adventure, right? So, and then you're meeting people from around the world. Like, uh, Toronto is a multicultural city, but being in China, being in Guangzhou, I've met more expats from different countries and my friendship circle is way more diversified than it was when I was in Toronto. So, that is interesting and that, that you can get distracted. You can get 
complacent and comfortable. Maybe when I was teaching English, there was a stage when, you know, I was making good money from teaching English and it was fun. And, you know, I was like, hey, man, I could do this for like a year or two. And it's easy to get into that mindset. You have to be wary of that. Um, third point is people are just people. Um, a lot of, I even we're guilty of this on the podcast. We always sort of point out the differences between Chinese people and doing business in China and living in, in, in Western countries. And to be honest, another thing that you learn from being here is that people are just people, man. We're very much similar in what we want, what we like to do, especially when I hang out with the younger generation of Chinese people. I just see so many similarities between them and, and, and Westerners. And just people around the world, you know, so you learn that we are not as different as you think. Of course, there are going to be some fundamental cultural differences, but like, for example, the food that we eat, um, maybe some family values and, and things like that. But for the most part, we all want the same things and we all react similarly to everything we have. We can make each other laugh. Like, it's just, you just learn that we're more similar than we are different. Yeah, I agree with that. I think sometimes when you're, you know, when we're doing the podcast or we're preparing people to come to China, uh, uh, you might focus on the differences because that's what people don't know and they might not be prepared for. And also, I think a lot of times foreigners will talk about, you know, just as a common talking ground, we'll talk about something strange that Chinese people do. That's kind of a common uh, talking point amongst foreigners. But like you said, at the end of the day, there's far more similarities than there are differences. Those those are just things that, you know, you, you kind of have to look out for and, 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 and something to prepare for prior to entering into China. Mm-hmm. So just, uh, just to wrap up my three points, um, I'm going to come up with a few solutions for each point. So the first one was difficult to stay healthy. Of course, as Mike mentioned, uh, cook, cook for yourself, you know, make sure that you buy healthy food and have the time to 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 cook for yourself or you can even batch your your foods you know you can make a ton of vegetables and eat those for two days things like that another solution is if you have um, a little bit of extra cash you can hire a ai which is basically a maid slash cook um and they can come in and they can cook food for you not that expensive you could probably pay that person about a hundred dollars for uh, 16 to 18 hours of work. So maybe eight hours a week, eight to nine hours a week. They just come in and clean and cook for a couple hours. Um, and then you probably spend another $300, two to $300 in food per month. So that's, that's a possible solution. Of course, join a gym. Um, you know, get, get active. Don't get complacent. Don't get caught up in that ride of going out every week. Again, uh, distractions and complacency. Just be aware, you know, be self aware about what you're doing when you're here just don't come and just join the ride you know you have mm-hmm. to really be i had to like be self-aware i just had to think to myself is it worth me going out with these guys what am i going to gain from that situation versus me staying at home and working on a website me staying at home and doing research on a product things like that like why am i actually in china you know um of course the first couple of months it's it makes sense to go out but at some stage you don't want to you just want to review just be self-aware of what you're doing um, people are just people come with a positive mindset, you know, don't, don't focus on the differences. It's important. It's important to know the differences, but it's also important to know that you're just people and that's going to help. That's going to help you assimilate. It's going to help you make friends. It's going to help you, uh, develop and grow as a person in China. Those are my points. 
Sounds good. Yeah, I think for my lessons that that I noted here have a lot of similarities with yours. My my first is is just try it. You know, I think this can apply not only to China but anywhere that you're moving to. Um, you know, you're moving to to China or Southeast Asia for new opportunities and new experiences, and and you can't achieve that, and you can't do that unless you have an open mind and you're willing to to get out there and try new things. You know, as you said, you can't you can't take on everything. You can't be going out every night with the boys because because that's going to distract you from your goals and what you set out to do. But I do see too many foreigners coming to China and just ew no that's gross I won't do that you know sometimes you got to embrace where you're going and and just just get in and get dirty and try to see what it's all about and I guarantee you that you're going to find some things that you really like and you're also find some things that you don't like and that will help you to get settled and to find your routine but you know if you're really really reserved and you don't go out and explore and try to find new new things and new opportunities and you know your your um your experience is definitely going to be limited and probably won't you know take off like you hope um uh, my second is persistence is key you know you talked about not um it being easy to get distracted and be complacent. And I think the only way to really um, combat that along with, you know, planning is, is just be persistent. You know, sometimes you're going to have China days. Sometimes you're going to have those, uh, those, those periods where you just not, you're not there you're mentally and things aren't going well. Maybe you had a deal that blew up or you had an idea that didn't pan out and um you know the only way to get through that is is persistence if you know what you want and you really have you know a goal in mind that you want to get after you just have to continue to to pursue that and continue to get better and and like rico said continue to reflect on on what you've done up to certain points and and just just keep on pushing i think that's that's really important and it's and it's a word that i've tried to always keep in my you know, daily vernacular and try to constantly push towards things that I, I want. Um, and then the last one I wrote is um, similar to, to Rico's people are j- just people, but, um, you know, specifically pertaining to, to people in the United States is just China is not USA. And it's not, it, I, I wrote basically USA is not the shit. <laughs> So sometimes I talk to people from the States and, you know, they say, oh, they, they just they all want to be like like us out there. They all, you know, listen to, to USA stuff all the time. And that's not really the case, man. You know, China is Chinese and they're more focused on, on being Chinese than anything. You know, of course, you find people who are crazy about the NBA. They're crazy about hip hop. You know, they love certain aspects of, of American culture. But, you know, they're, they're more interested in their, in their culture and their, their routine and, and, you know, the people that are the people and things that are surrounding them. And that's just something to keep in, in perspective. And I think that's a lesson that I learned early on. It's just, um, you know, you have to be aware of, of what's going on around you and how, how people are living around you. And you can't force your, your way onto, to other people. And, and if you do that, people will really notice that and they'll be really, um, you know, excited that you have respect for their culture and they'll, they'll welcome you more with open arms in my opinion. And then finally, what I always talk about 
super important in China, always bring headphones. I know I've mentioned whoa, this. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's seven. That's seven, bro. I'm just telling you, <laughs> you can erase all, all of the other six lessons and just always bring headphones because sometimes you're going to be in a jam and you're going to want to go crazy and those headphones are going to come in handy. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah, and we mentioned that in episode five, uh, episode three, sorry, five tips to survive and survive in China. Um, so... Actually, going back to your first point, just try it. The thing is, like, if you're not open-minded, you're gonna limit yourself from certain experiences, and like, you might, you never know what kind of connections you're gonna make if you go hang out with a Chinese person and they take you out to to eat deep-fried snake and drink snake blood with, with like with red wine. It's like you don't know who you're gonna meet. You don't know what kind of experiences. And at the end of the day, it's just a good story to tell, you know. Absolutely. Um, so you you want to be open minded, man. You wanna you wanna try different things, and and you're just gonna be happier. You're gonna be able to assimilate. I think the biggest mistake. That's probably one of the biggest mistakes. Every foreigner that I've met who was kind of like fuck China, oh this place, blah blah blah, has always been a closed minded person. Always, yeah. Always, I've always been like, well, why don't you try? Ah, oh, no, I don't want to do that. You know what they put in the food, man? Like it's like. All right. Come on, man. Just relax. Like, just try, like, just try it. Like, why is it that you've been in China for three years and I've been in China? Well, that time was like, I had been in China for like eight months and yet I was so much more, I had more friends, I had so much more experiences, positive experiences and right. all that stuff. Like, I had a better job than that person. And I'm like, what? I don't understand. I think the key difference is that I'm open minded and I'm Absolutely. willing to put myself out there and I, I stay positive. And then he's just like, no, no, I'm not doing that. I don't want to hang out with these people. Like, yes. Yeah, that's the point I was trying to make with with my last thing. You know, China's not America or enter your country of of choice. You yeah. know, you you have to be open minded and you have to give it a chance and get out there, or else you'll never get those those experiences that you're looking for. Yeah, and going back to that that point that U.S. is not the shit point. It's like you'd be surprised how many. Chinese people have lived in America and then come back and said they don't want to live in America. You know. Oh my God! So many. We know so many people like that. You know. It's like I, you know. For for what they want and what they like and yeah. what makes them comfortable, China's a way better choice. You yeah. know. And they think they think yeah, America is nice for what it is, but it's just not it's not home. You know, that's right. that's how they, if it's not my culture and all that stuff. And it's shocking to me because like I'll meet somebody and they seem pretty damn Westernized. And I'm mm-hmm. like, why are you here? Like, why did you come back? Like, it's so, like, I, I, I'm just beginning to understand that point that, you know, people, they, they, they're about their culture. They're about their China life. They're about that China life, man. Absolutely, man. Um, yeah, that's, uh, top six or tox, top seven because of Mike. Top seven lessons. Right. How do we do on our 15 minute timeline? Uh, less than 15 minutes. Oh man, beautiful. It's less than 15 minutes. Well, it's probably going to be a little bit more with the outro music. But hey guys, uh, thanks for listening. If you want to reach out to us, it's info at sourcefineasia.com. I-N-F-O at sourcefineasia.com. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, sourcefineasia. By the way, we're probably going to start a Facebook group soon. So would uh, really appreciate uh, some comments, some feedback. If people are interested, uh, let us know. Yeah, guys, thank you for listening. Please keep coming with the comments. Let us know 
who you would like to see on, or listen to on the podcast and, and some other topics that might be interesting to you. We'd really appreciate it. First got it when he was six, didn't know any tricks. Matter of fact, first time he got on it, he slipped, landed on his hip and busted his lip. For a week, he had to talk with a list like this. Now we can end the story right here, but Shorty didn't quit. It was something in the air. Yeah, he said it was something so appealing. He couldn't fight the feeling, something about it. He knew he couldn't doubt it, couldn't understand it. Branded since the first kickflip, he landed. Uh, labeled a misfit, abandoned. Cocoon, cocoon, cocoon. His neighbors couldn't stand it, so he was banished to the park. Started in the morning, one stop.